Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I'm so excited about our guest. Please let everyone know who's with us today. She's a comedian and a writer on Robbie and com- for Comedy Central. It's Mary Sasson. Hello. Hello, Mary. Hello. I'm so excited. <laughs> are you? I'm so excited. I- <laughs> We're excited too. <laughs> well, are you? Are you? <laughs> I am. I am. Um, Mary, adequate. You are not from the south but you went to school in the south is that correct correct yes i'm from pittsburgh which i always thought of as the east coast but it really it's like i don't think the east coast would accept us and i don't think we would say we're from the midwest (laughs) but isn't it on the coast is pittsburgh not on the coast i have no philadelphia Philadelphia. is closer to the coast but um Pennsylvania is like on the other side of pennsylvania which is a decently wide state we're like an hour outside of ohio but that's like Riverside in California could be considered like a coastal city. No, maybe it's all know. relative. It's I agree. All relative <laughs> <to Andrew. laughs> what was your experience? Because if you're from Pittsburgh, what was your I guess I was just curious, like what were your expectations of what North Carolina was like versus like what the reality was? Uh, I will say that. Um, and John, where are you from? Just out of curiosity. Oh, I'm from New Jersey. 
Okay, so I wonder if you had this experience as well. Um, I grew up, and it's not necessarily politically correct, where like you put on a Southern accent to say something stupid. Like, sure. <laughs> you, that was a shorthand, and, yeah. Yes, that was like as a, a child. And I grew up very much like the first time I ever went to the South was we went to Myrtle Beach when I was in fifth grade. And my family was shocked, appalled, and disgusted that like we saw Confederate flags. Like that was like just absolutely wild to us. Um, so when I first went down to North Carolina, I remember I went to like, we had like an orientation weekend and uh, the way that uh, North Carolina is, which I think like a lot of cities are, is like, if you were from like Greensboro mm -hmm. or uh, like Asheville or Charlotte or one of the bigger cities, your parents are probably from New Jersey or, you know, Boston or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you were like first generation, you didn't have an accent. But if you were from like Fayetteville or someplace small, your family had been there forever and you had a thick accent. And I remember we were going into like an auditorium to hear like um, the seniors put on sketches and things like that. Um, and some girl said, is this assembly we learn about gay people? And <laughs> I started laughing because I thought she was doing that thing of like, she had put on an accent to say what? something ignorant. Yeah. And then I realized yeah, that's, that's so her voice. <laughs> <laughs> then I realized that is her voice and I was like oh yes I think that this might be the diversity and inclusion <laughs> sketches <laughs> so that was like my first uh indoctrination what were these sketches well it was just one of those things where it would be like um like they had like um seniors who all summer they ran these things and they would just be something where it would be kind of like 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 camp stuff would be like hey sometimes when it would just be things it's just kind of like where are we going to get food at the dining hall kind of thing like that and other times reference we understand yeah, yeah. like we're going to go to Lenore yeah. kind of thing like that everybody root for Roy Williams and the basketball team and sometimes it would be like hey my roommate seems like he likes boys is that okay of course that's okay we accept all types kind of thing like that well i can't believe there's still homophobia after these sketches yeah, <laughs> yeah well i did talk to her pre-sketches to be oh, fair oh i see, I see. <laughs> so you changed her, and then it, yeah. she went on to become kaylee mcenany i believe right yeah that's she cool. has been all the press secretaries <laughs> wow collective she's like the borg yeah but i would say that like chapel hill is like a, a liberal bubble in right. the south uh but there were still like moments where i would like talk to someone and be like oh like i didn't even know that was a stereotype about people because it had that wasn't <laughs> something that had reached right. the, where i was from and we're from places where we just pretend to not be racist yes exactly. where it's just like if my school's de facto segregated <laughs> yes. how can you be racist to an individual we've already <laughs> said they can't come to the we've school we've eliminated that issue for you yes <laughs> well speaking of dealing with racism today we're talking about fried green tomatoes john what's the deal with fried green tomatoes mark let me tell you the deal with fried green tomatoes it was directed by john avnet written by fanny flag and carol sobieski based on flag's 1987 novel of the same name and the film tells the story of a housewife who is unhappy with her life who befriends an old lady in a nursing home and is enthralled by the tales she tells of people she used to know it stars kathy bates jessica tandy
Brandy, Mary Stuart Masterson, Mary Louise Parker, and Cicely Tyson. The movie uh, came out on December 27th, 1991. It garnered positive reviews from critics and was a box office hit, grossing $119.4 million on a budget of $11 million. It was nominated for two Oscars, a supporting actress for Jessica Tandy and Best Adapted Screenplay. And Roger Ebert said, Fried Green Tomatoes is fairly predictable and the flashback structure is a distraction, but the strength of the performances overcomes the problems of the structure. And he says he enjoyed the vigor with which Jessica Tandy told her long ago tale about a woman not completely unlike herself. And that is the deal with Fried Green Tomatoes. Wow. So, Mary, we asked you to pick a movie. Why Fried Green Tomatoes? Well, you asked me, I think um, specifically you said uh, pick a gay movie. Sure. Uh, we're looking for, well, we're looking for the gayest movie. You're ever. looking for the that gayest is movie. That's true. Uh, yes. And I will say that I never thought of this as a gay movie. But I had like the internet had started making like I'd heard some jokes recently about like God this movie. Oh, you're remember. hanging out with that girl. About, again yeah, that from girl again. Sketch show. Yeah, um, <laughs> she's very good th- on Twitter. I think it was like lesbians on Twitter, like mm-hmm. being like uh, talking. Account, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they all log into one account at lesbians. Um, they all share it. Yeah. Um, but typical. <laughs> uh, this movie and I don't think I realized it as much until I started watching it again I must have seen it like do you ever it must have been a movie I saw when I was like seven or six years old sure. it really stuck with me like in so many ways <laughs> so like I was very emotional watching this movie um, you had a lot also, of flashbacks yourself huh yeah and also but yeah we're also in like the darkest point of my personal history right now <laughs> that's good news it's all uh, pill for congrats. after this yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's probably yours too i just didn't want to label you as that no i've never been um, quiet anymore <laughs> <laughs> um but this i was i made my husband matt watch it with me and there were just so many moments where i was like you have to watch this part <laughs> oh, no. um it, so i think that this movie just had like uh, a place in my heart which i had heard people be like this is a gay movie and on second watch yeah, it's a gay movie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pick up on those nuances when you were seven? No, 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 no. Uh, little seven me was just like, just don't play on railroad tracks. <laughs> right. That's a, that's a so real big this... takeaway from this movie. <laughs> right. So was this like only like the second time you've seen it maybe? No, or... no, no. I think it was probably one of those movies that was like always on TNT. On, was... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But my... I've seen parts of it a million times. Sure. That's what my husband said when I was, when I told him we were watching this movie. And I want. I wonder maybe if like the T, maybe the TNT version that you saw a lot of times, maybe like even softened or edited some of because uh, it is the movie unedited is two hours and ten minutes, which is a long time for yeah. a movie, especially like if you're going to do it with commercials. So it's possible that there is like a slightly edited version of it that they showed on TNT that maybe softened the lesbian subtext. Which also makes sense because I, there got to be a point in the movie where I was like, okay, I don't remember any of this movie past here. So it also makes sense. Like <laughs> little me was like, I am not sitting down for this whole movie. <laughs> so John, what's your uh, history with uh, fried green? What's your take? Hot my takes? take, my hot take on fried on green the, tomatoes. The skillet. Uh, I saw it when it came out in theaters. I remember seeing it. Uh, and I don't know that I've seen it since then until this afternoon when I finally watched it again. Um, and there was so, like, I kept the whole Jessica Tandy, uh, Kathy Bates, uh, part of it completely forgot. Did not remember any. You didn't uh, remember the stuff. framing. Nope. Did not remember the framing device wow. of this movie. I just remembered all the, you know, the, the Southern stuff. Um, it was great to see it again. I think it was like, it's such a, it was such a really good movie. I was, I was uh, happy to watch it again. I enjoyed it very much. 
Uh, how about you, Mark? What is your history with fried green tomatoes? I believe I, too, saw it in the theaters, and I don't think I've seen it since. But I've okay. always remembered I'm older and have better insurance. You're you right. I mean, that's all. That's oh, all I feel like that was like in like teasers of the movie yeah, or like yeah, the trailer. Yeah. Like it's such a line. And I remember, um, but I hadn't seen it since then. It's always the movies I've always, I remember like really loving it, but then I watched it again. I was like, oh, it's fine. Like I don't, <laughs> to me, it doesn't hit any particularly like high highs or low lows. It doesn't like punch me in the gut. Like I, this is one I like started thinking like, why is this not working on me? Like terms of endearment does. And I think there's like a shallowness to all of fried green tomatoes that everything like, almost moves too quickly. In like it does try to do a lot, yeah. Like, as opposed to just like sitting in like less time and like, but for longer amounts of time. You know what I mean? Like, I wish there were less time jumps. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I also think too, like in watching it, I was like, oh, this is like a big, like this is like a mainstream movie, but they would never make this movie as a mainstream movie today. It would be like a, like an, an art house indie sort of like, you know, it would probably like grittier or push more of the lesbian elements than there were, but this is like this weird half breed of like a mainstream movie that's an independent movie shoved together. So like it's, right. it doesn't have the interestingness, but it doesn't have like quite that like shiny There's something like a, a portrait of a green tomato in <laughs> Greece. Um, yes, exactly. I think it like too, as you just said that, like it reminds me of like Forrest Gump yeah in yeah. that way that like um like all of a sudden it's like this person's sick kind of thing right? you know what i mean right. and, like, well that was barely set up you know what yeah. I mean? yeah like i i don't remember as a child that woman i mean i don't know if this we were about spoiling it we know. Be go a, ahead sorry. okay i don't remember <laughs> 30 year old uh, movie <laughs> yeah i don't remember um mary louise parker getting cancer but that it came happens very quickly that came yeah. so quickly not that you like always get a preamble to cancer but that right. happens so quickly or that you want to linger in it right yeah but like, like I, terms of endearment like the cancer is like 30 40 minutes of the whole movie yeah or like, even like beaches where it feels like oh no this happened and now we're like we almost like sit yeah. in the cancer and we watch this mm -hmm. woman realize that she's not going to like get to raise her daughter and things like that but this it felt like it went from like and then she had a stomach ache in like narration and then she has cancer and now she can't yeah. get out of bed and she has the most chapped lips in the world. Yeah. <laughs> right. And her Mike skin is like lips. glue. Yeah. <laughs> you um, think they would have known about Burt's bees, all the bees. <laughs> mm -hmm. All of the bee stuff she does. Yeah. Um, well, Mary, as you may or may not know, but it sounds like you do know, we are looking <laughs> for the gayest movie ever. So we have a very complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge this movie. So we're going to go through a ton of categories, don't, <laughs> about uh, 75 minutes worth of categories. Don't you worry. Um, so we're all going to score it, and then we're going to come out with the, uh, the final percentage. So this is our current top five rankings for the gayest movie ever these are the top five movies okay. so number five with a 79.51 percent grease two number four okay. with 83 percent clue number three with the 85.19 percent the lost boys number two 86.92 percent death becomes her and the number one current champion gayest movie ever with a 94.83 percent female trouble Oh, I've never heard of female trouble. John it's Waters, a John Mary. Waters. Oh, okay. Classic. Come on. You've heard of it. Okay. You've heard of it. So where so, do you where do you predict yeah. uh, fried green tomatoes will end up? I will be interested in seeing what uh, these categories are. <laughs> I think that okay. could do it because um, maybe it surprises me that Clue is very gay. 
But well, it's very camp, and there's a lot of yeah. strong, you know. You've got Eileen Brennan, Eileen Khan. Yeah, I wonder then if this movie, it either will be very gay or not, like, the gayness is so forward that it, like, gets a couple categories really high and then everything else not. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's get into it. (laughs) The first group of categories, this is the canon categories. So we're each going to score these on a scale of 0 to 100. So then we take the average of all three of our scores, and that's the score. So the first category, how would you score fried green tomatoes on actual gay characters? Well, well I mean. I thought her name was Itchy. I thought it was Itchy. <laughs> it was until I was watching with, cab- with yeah. uh, captions, and I was like, oh, Itchy. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a name. I guess because no. her name in the beginning is Imogen. Oh. Oh, yeah. And again, I only now I only can watch shows with captions on. I feel a million, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of nice, though. It is nice. Uh, she is a she's a closeted lesbian. Can I don't we, even know oh. if I would say she's closet. I know it's like I mean, much I more like, explicit in the book, and they've really okay. And I think that there's there's talks it. of a remake happening where they are going to lean into the lesbianism, as it were. Okay, and but I, I mean, would also say that I don't know if Mar- uh, Mary Louise Parker didn't share some latent feelings. Well, I think it's like, to me, like the movie, there's not, they're not explicitly gay, but they're definitely coded as gay. Like this is, for yeah. all intents and purposes, they are a lesbian couple. You know what 100%, I mean? hundred percent, yeah. Like they, they aren't like, it's not like, uh, this isn't Portrait of Lady on Fire. We're not seeing anything, but for all intents and purposes, if this was 1991 and you were like a lesbian yourself, I think there is something to be seen of yourself in oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, interesting. I didn't know if ever... Uh, Ruth's character requited that love. I think so because they were like together. Just the t- they they played they were, with um, pie material. That well, um, the director said that that nose, was. Is that what you're saying? The like, director the said pie. that was because they. It is in the book, and there was like talk about like how explicit are we going to be with this, and they decided not to be explicit. But he said that that food fight scene was meant to be like this is sort of like a metaphor of the of a lovemaking scene between the two of them. Oh, okay. Um, so but- then, gay characters. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so it's zero to a hundred. Zero to a hundred. Yeah. Zero to a hundred. I'm gonna give it ninety-two because uh, I think that there are gay characters, but I think that this movie specifically doesn't go far enough. Is right. that fair? Yeah, yes, totally fair. Yeah. Um. Because there's also yeah. enough for you, like it, like for, if you're homophobic, to think like, "What do you mean? There's no gay people in this movie." Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's enough for you could like if you want to deny reality, you can. So you want to give it points for that? No, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> I would take away points for that if anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. Well, here's the other question. Do you think that Jessica Tandy is and Mary Stuart Masterson are the same character? Well, they imply that in the movie. Apparently not so in the book, but in right. the movie, they are clearly meant to be the same person. That's what I, I thought, I think in the too. last scene, and again, I hadn't, well, as a child, I hadn't caught on to this. In the last scene, they make it seem like it is her, but it's not as explicit as, oh, it's you. Right. They <laughs> right. don't rip her face off and it's Mary Stuart yeah. <laughs> 
because who else left this honey on the tombstone? Yes. Right. And when they're like, she is still alive. It's like, well, yeah, she's out there. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll see her today. Maybe I'm looking at her right now. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, uh, you've got Mary Stuart Matches, and I think definitely gay. I think Mary Louise Parker, sure, she, I think, in my mind, they are in a relationship. Um, but that, I'm going to go 80 for that, though, because 80. it is still coded, um, and there are other relationships, but yeah. Um, I'm going to go 88. I think they're pretty, these are some of the strongest lesbians we've ever seen in a movie, not since Windows. Not since Windows, yeah. All right, giving an average of 86.67, which is, oh my God, 60 points higher than Mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> Mermaids was yeah. another movie that really hit me. <laughs> yeah. Mark hates it and he will shit on it hate for it. the it's next hour. <laughs> I think also coming from a Catholic background, that movie had a lot of like, oh, sure. like guilt mm-hmm. issues that I was like, yes. Yes, they get it. This makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> what did the Pope say? <laughs> All right, next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this and come away with a whole book of ideas? I think Kathy Bates could be a fun drag queen character. Uh Uh-huh. Also, you think that the looks in this, the cellophane dress, yeah. Cellophane dress for sure. Cellophane dress. I think that like when she gets her groove back. Yeah, she's um, got that big uh, head handkerchief is fun. Yeah. Another thing I would say this is that Jessica Tandy, as you may or may not know, was the original, original Blanche Dubois in A Streetcar Named Desire. And that is like such an oh, iconic- Blanche Devereaux, when he said no. that first. <laughs> but from, she was? In the pilot, they had to recast her, but it was her. <laughs> I see. Um, and that is sort of like an iconic drag character, even though it is but a that's biological not in this woman. movie. No, but Jessica Tandy is in it. So are you going to give- this points for misery. Maybe because some Kathy points. Bates was in misery. Maybe I will. That doesn't make <laughs> any sense. So you're saying a drag queen could watch this? Look up the character, the actors on IMDb. Go, it's, watch it's, another movie. Mm-hmm, exactly. If a drag queen could be inspired to do that, to be like, who's this Jessica Tandy? What is her? Wasn't that true of every oh movie ever? Yeah. Well, Wait, does that movie was, want you to? She was Blanche Dubois on like Broadway, or yes, when Tennessee Williams first produced that play, she was wow. Blanche Dubois. <laughs> Wow. Um, but but I don't think that there's like like a lot of looks from this movie that you would see. Iggy's, like, you know, overalls with a vest and a floppy hat is all. Yeah, I I actually had a problem. Like, once, once, like, she sort of embraced her lesbianism, she just like Annie Hall to me. Like, she just looks so (laughs) out of step with everyone else in the movie. Yes. Her hair, especially. Her her bangs. Yeah. Her hair was very 90s. But just even like her style, like the vest and this and that, I was like, this doesn't feel like it's like she was shooting another movie. They said, oh, just come over here really quick and do this, do this scene. You don't need to change. You're fine. You're fine. Just do it. It's OK. Um, I think the only like true look that you could say like, oh, that's fried green tomatoes is the cellophane dress. I think the cellophane hey, dress is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, and I think that is like true drag, though. You know what I mean? Because that seems like a challenge they would do on Drag Race. Yeah, exactly. It's like take these materials and make beauty out of them. Yes. But that's pretty much I do uh her purple hair, maybe. Ninny's purple uh, hair. Fun. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Whimsical. Mm-hmm. I have such a like from a childhood, like uh, a visceral memory of when the husband comes home sweaty in a baseball uniform. <laughs> yes. As kind of like 
uh, that's what a husband could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I wonder if is that anything for like a drag king? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know if it looks like particularly like distinct to this, like unique to you're this right, movie. You're though. right. You're mm-hmm. right. That's just like we're trying to show like husbands can suck. But also like this whole movie, why is Kathy Bates trying to win this guy over? Like you keep waiting for her to like murder him, like leave him. He is adding nothing to your life. What is the, he's not a bad I'm person. not rooting for you. I'm not rooting for her to like, oh, I hope his husband notices her. Like I'm, that's not something I want to see happen. But I, I think that it is almost like, uh, one, it feels like a cautionary tale for heterosexuality (laughs) but also almost just kind of like look at how hard she's trying and how little he is and she has to get her own self-power back to know like stop chasing him go knock down a wall and improve yourself well what do we want to give this for drag queen inspiration mary um i'm going to get better with uh numbers as we go on but i'm going to say 70 (laughs) because i do think that that cellophane thing is something these are all numbers. You're doing very good graphs. <laughs> you really have a handle on numbers. Uh, yeah, I think that the cellophane dress, and I think you could say like be inspired by like just like Kathy Bates's journey within it. So, uh, I'll, but I'll give it a sixty-five. Sixty-five to me, it's just the cellophane dress. Uh, I'm gonna give it a thirty, giving an average of fifty-five. All right, next category: gay icons. How many gay icons are in um, Fried Green Tomatoes? Well, again, Jessica Tandy. Just is she a gay icon? You think? Blanche Dubois? Yes, a hundred percent. Kathy Bates. I just, like, I I just think... like saying things like that so John shows how old he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I was an usherette at the original. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I just got coffee. Um, Kathy, uh, Kathy Bates, Bates, of course. Yeah, Kathy Bates. And Cicely Tyson, I would say. I would also say Lois Smith, who plays Lois Smith, Mama 100%. Mm-hmm. From Minority Report is where I knew her. This movie who also. C- who is Cicely Smith? Cicely Tyson. Oh, my God, Mary. Cicely Tyson, sorry, Cicely sorry. Tyson. Lois Smith was the mother. Of... Okay, yes, yes, yes. I yeah. remember her. It's okay. Thread good. Mama Thread good. Mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson was spinny. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson is practically an EGOT. She won a Kennedy Center like honor she won like the highest honor a civilian could win mm-hmm. by is the american government spinny the yeah. person who who killed yes yeah she was okay. the, she was this the she's servant. completely wasted in this movie she's given nothing yeah. to do very little to do that's true yeah this movie does kind of suffer a bit from like white savior yes mm-hmm. yeah but there are some gay icons i would say kathy bates and jessica tandy like they're the bulk of the movie for sure mm-hmm. um fanny flag Gay That's icon, true. Anyone who was on Match Game. Match Game, yeah. She iconic. Was a match Game panelist, yeah. Who is Fanny Flagg? Sorry. She wrote she, the book. She wrote the oh, book okay. and she did half of the screen. The screenplay apparently was the first woman. They She made it a musical. They were like, we like it, but we don't want to do this. So then they got Fanny Flagg, who wrote the book, but she only did apparently like 70 pages and was like, I don't want to do this. So then the director sort of cobbled together the script with like he and he apparently like kept checking in with Fanny Flagg to make sure she was okay with it. But uh, it's sort of like a, it is sort of like a, Gotcha, muddled kind of a script overall things. yeah which i think okay. sort of contributes to the sort of not so specificness of it you know what i mean the sort of general gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah so what do you want to give this for gay icons mary oh it's tough always going first um <laughs> i think and if we were 
I think Kathy Bates has to be a pretty strong one. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it 85. 85. I'm going to go 85 as well. I think Jessica Tandy, Kathy Bates, and Cicely Tyson, they each hit different demographics in very strong ways. So, yeah. And I, you know, we're coming out, we have to check out lesbians. Like, I feel like maybe Mary Stuart Masterson and Mary Louise Parker, I don't know where they blip for lesbians. That's true. I don't know. But I'm going to err on the side of caution and also do 85. <laughs> They'll have to add all of us. <laughs> is uh, Mary Stuart Masterson? Is she in Single White Female? No. Oh yes, I think so. Right with uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Boy, is the nineties were a heyday of women with three names. Yes, <laughs> they really right? were. It's too confusing. Oh no, it's Bridget Fonda. That's Bridget and Fonda. Jason Lee. Okay. Where? Yeah, I wish I. I'm gonna. Mary Stuart Masterson was some kind of wonderful. That was like her first big one. Um. Yeah, she's one of those like '90s, you know, not quite it girl, but was like did a ton of stuff, especially in the '90s. Yeah, she feels like a lesbian. Uh... <laughs> well, she okay. was sort of like a. In some kind of wonderful, isn't her whole thing that she like she has a crush on Eric Stoltz, but like feels gay. Yeah, she's sort of it. like she. Oh, she's sort of like what Ducky was in Pretty in Pink. Because I don't. Yeah. Here's a sidetrack. I don't know if you know this, but Pretty in Pink. Uh, John Hughes had a different ending, which tested poorly. So then he wanted to do the movie with that ending. So he switched the genders. So some kind of wonderful is just pretty in pink, but the genders are reversed. And okay. so she is, so like John Hughes originally wanted Molly Ringwald to end up with Ducky, but test audiences didn't like it. So the character who Ducky you assume is gay, yeah, uh, she her character in some kind of wonderful. You're like she's a lesbian. She's like a female drummer who dresses like a boy. And it's like no shade. I'm not like it's not like negativity. But you're like you want to be with girls. Um, but she ends up with Eric Stoltz at the end of the movie. Yeah. Well, thank you, the 80s. There you go. <laughs> All right. Our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Well, I, mean, I think the only one we have here is Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, and he dies oh. in 10 minutes. He dies yeah, in 10 so minutes. He looks I'd adorable, say, though. He looks He hot. sure does. Yeah. I'd say pretty unhorny. Pretty unhorny <laughs> yeah. for dudes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty low on this. All of the men in this movie are like abusive or oafs or like in the clan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or all three. all three. Or all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are not just uh mutually exclusive. Yeah. A lot of sweaty people, but not in yes. a hot way. Not in a Yeah, sexy in a very way. southern way. Ugh, it seems mm. awful. <laughs> They're but clammy more than sweaty. Yeah. Mm. Clanny? Clammy. That too. Oh. <laughs> so what do you want to give this for the male guy? I think it's just Chris O'Donnell in the beginning. Like he looks he was running away, his butt looks great in some of those pants. I did notice that. Sure, sure. He takes off his shirt as soon as he gets inside. See him in a tank top. I'm gonna give it a thirty. Thirty. I'm gonna give it a twenty. Twenty. Um, I'm gonna give it a fifteen. Because I think it's just that, and it's over so quickly. Give her an average of 21.67, which is double The Shining. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next category. Entrances with pizzazz. What would you rate the entrances with pizzazz? 
I would say, well, first of all, like the Kathy Bates and the cellophane dress, the cellophane dress, excuse me, because it's like from the shoes, you know what I mean? They go from oh, the feet so up, is which is really cute. fun. And then also when we first meet Mary Louise Parker, it's like Jessica Tandy's being like, but everyone loved Ruth. And like, it's just a shot of her and like her head comes up and she's like under that hat and she's very much like, who me? So like, it's not like pizzazz pizzazz, but it is a, it is like an entrance that is styled. I also would say that when we first meet baby Iggy, um, I would say that feels like a very, like, uh, almost like we get immediately like a, 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 like a lesbian kind of like, she is not comfortable on what we're right. making her yeah. wear kind of thing. You know what I mean? A tomboy. Sure. Um, I don't know if that's pizzazz too, but I do think that like, if we're saying like, you know, what's up? I think <laughs> right. that's. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I get what you're saying. It's like, they're like, here's this character in a second. And you're yes, like, it, got it. You That's immediately are like, oh, this girl we couldn't find is so uncomfortable. Wearing, like they show her knee, knees all yeah, scraped yeah, up. And bloody and, and, yeah. That one kid keeps calling her a monkey <laughs> so for some reason. <laughs> That's so um, and then she immediately gets in like a scuffle and runs up a tree. Kind There's of also thing. a nice moment where mm. we see uh, Mary uh, Stuart Masterson like adult Iggy essentially is like that's given a nice mm. little oh, moment yeah. where she's at like Buddy's grave. Let's give him a little moment. There's a little oh, like, right. trail yeah. of the strings. Do strings trail? I don't know. <laughs> a trail. Um, it's an unfortunate <laughs> entrance with pizzazz, but Frank in his clan robe, that moment, I thought that was like genuinely creepy when you see him inside the house, like the, the oh, clan yeah. member. That oh. was pizzazz. It's, you know, it's creepy, but creepy pizzazz. <laughs> Have you met creepy pizzazz? She used right. to do drag shows every Monday at home. <laughs> <laughs> just wore that cell phone dress every week it was just... um <laughs> we get it <laughs> but what do you want to give entrances with pizzazz i think that's all of them yeah it's pretty like uh this is not, not like a pizzazzy, pizzazzy movie no yeah i think that but it's like uh if if we will uh that if we look <laughs> through it through a male homosexual gaze type of thing like uh -huh. that it doesn't have that kind of pizzazz but there does feel like a like a lesbian lens through which like there an is. opening uh -huh. of a shell so... kind of thing <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what i'm saying um <laughs> this is like me in like a, a five paragraph essay in college where i'm like trying to be like okay but if we turn but the tables say a number, it's fine <laughs> Um, then I'm going to say 60. 60. Yeah, 60 sounds right. I'll go with 60 as well. 60 sounds wrong to me. <laughs> 40. Oh, I'm giving it a 53.33. Okay. Oh, which is one point higher than mermaids. Okay, only 2.33. That seems right to me. All right. Next category, strident women. How would you rate fried green tomatoes for strident women? Can There's I a lot. Just to, I think I know what it means, yes. but just so that we're all on the same page, what strident means. So strident really means usually like overbearing, sort of like irritating, annoying, but we tend to mean oh, it, okay. interpret it as like an empowered, sort of like a woman who's not going to take any nonsense and who's like going to stand up for herself. Okay. Then I would say this sense. movie has stuff, but I think it has it in both. Like I think Mary Stuart Masterson, yeah. I think is pretty strident. That woman who's leading that look at your vagina workshop, she's yeah. pretty strident. Yeah. Both her and the friend 
who was like at the oh, checkout, Missy? like we're yeah. gonna learn about masturbating yeah. later. <laughs> That's Patty Mayonnaise from Doug. Uh, uh, those two girls who stole uh, Kathy Bates's parking spot—they're yes. pretty strident. Oh yeah. Also, we don't see her, but Aunt Vesta. Aunt Vesta yes. throwing candy. Can you imagine? How rude! What an asshole! Yeah. But also that her. nurse, the more that that misdirect when like Kathy Bates go in goes in to see Jessica Tanny, we so think she's weird. dead. And that, yeah. yeah, so like the movie does that twice where they're like, someone died. No, they didn't. Um, yes. But she you was- think you, If you worked in a convalescent home, you'd be more careful to say like, well, let's get the name first of who we're talking about before I before I confirm who's dead. Right, or, or not even, even just be like, yeah. I don't know. Someone told me they died this morning. Like she's so just like <laughs> horrible rip, rip. about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this goes in the trash. To make money. <laughs> <laughs> Check the dumpster if you need the body. Yeah. <laughs> I would say this movie is filled with strident women. I would And it's agree. almost like Kathy Bates becoming a strident yes. woman is the arc, Tawanda. arc mm-hmm. to Wanda. Yeah. yeah, I think it's pretty high for strident women. I'm going to say 95. 95. Yeah, I'm going to go 90. 90. Uh, I'll go 92. Why not? Give it an average of 92.33, which is nine points higher than Edward Scissorhands. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Next category. Macabre. How macabre is fried green tomatoes? I mean, they kill a man and make macabre. barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the fact that the whole story is keyed up as a murder story. Yeah. I also thought Buddy that- gets killed by a train. Yeah. yeah. That scene where Kathy Bates, before the one where she thinks Jessica Tandy died, where it's like she's going to visit Jessica yes. Tandy, and then it's like they just have like just people like who are dying in wheelchairs, in like littering the hallway, and she just has like walk through them, like this weird like hallway of death to get to Jessica Tandy, who looks who looks like totally fine for the rest of the movie, but in this one scene, she looks like she's about to die. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's like almost like a. I'm probably not using this completely correctly but like a southern gothicness a little bit for sure I think so yeah definitely um just also there's that weird moment with like the ghost of the train like in the oh, opening yeah. with like kathy bates is in the town and like do you hear a train whistle and the wind comes and like <laughs> it's this dead town and i, don't know I feel if there's counts- a haunted uh feeling yes. to the whole thing i don't know if this counts as macabre but like that the clan scene yeah pretty dark. Sure, yeah i think that's fucked up that's true yeah I wouldn't use it for like a Halloween decoration. But... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> there we go. I got to go change some things. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think that it, like uh, if you barbecue up a man that you murdered, that's mm. and make it and, and the person who was trying to solve that murder eats four plates of it. Um <laughs> So That's gonna... uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, there's a short story or a movie, uh, blah, an episode of Alfred Hitchcock presents called Lamb to the Slaughter that Hitchcock actually directed. That's about a wife who kills her husband with the rack of lamb, but then she f- cooks that rack of lamb, the murder weapon, to the investigator. Oh, wow. Oh. So I wonder if that and uh, Goodbye Earl from Dixie Chicks, was were they all inspired by Fried Green Tomatoes? <laughs> I wonder. I don't Earl know. had to die. Mm. Earl had to die. So uh, what do you want to give this for Macabre? I'm still, I'm going to say 70. 70. Yeah, with know. the exception of that, I mean, like, that is pretty macabre, like making barbecue out of someone. 
is pretty macabre, but it's overall not a very macabre, weird movie. Like, it doesn't feel... It's like macabre moments sprinkled out, but the overall yeah. tone isn't that macabre. Yeah, it's more sort of like sweet, homespun. But, but I mean, they do feed someone to, you know, like a human being to someone unknowingly. So I, I'll go 70 as well. 70. Uh, I'll go, I'll buck the trend and go 72. Ooh, wow. Every Walker. time I say a wow. number, I'm worried that you guys are going to say wildly <laughs> different numbers and I'm going to look crazy. <laughs> so that felt nice. Good, good, good. good. All right. Given an average of 70.67. All right. The next category, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting in fried green tomatoes? You've got to like a lot of natural light. Honestly. It's kind of it's all very soft, yeah. diffused. It's kind of I don't know. It's not that exciting. I mean, but at. I do think like the night shots are kind of fun. Like that shot of them, like where they're like by the the, the bank of the river, is sort uh, of like yeah. sweet. And there's also like that's the KKK the and their I torches. Um, <laughs> sure, that's dramatic. The night, yeah, that, is... like Frank gets killed. Yeah, any of the nights, if I agree. But yeah, but you're right. Overall, it's sort of it 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 attempts to not call attention to itself, like the lighting. So I'm gonna say 15. Are you 15. crazy? Are you now crazy? I feel like... <laughs> that is so homophobic to give <laughs> tomatoes only a 15 wow. in dramatic lighting. Wow. Call Glad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think uh, it's mostly just the night shots. I'm gonna go 25. 25. I'm gonna split the difference and go 20. Give an average of 20, which is the lowest we've had in the last <laughs> 11 movies. <laughs> Uh, next lowest, Mermaids with a 29.33. <laughs> wow, these slice of life movies with Lady are not doing well, unless you're Terms of Endearment. Mm. All right, the next category, Vibrato. How would you rate the Vibrato? So for this one, in addition to literal you, Vibrato, like singing, <laughs> uh, we also mean like anytime they take a moment and like give it extra, like they sort of zhuzh, like give you more than you need, but you'll like it. So okay, like for I me, see. what I would say would vibrato would was that moment as we were talking about earlier about her friend who whispers like does a stage whisper when they're at the store like we'll be talking about masturbation like that to me mm -hmm. felt vibrato um, like and I know it like turned out to be a thing later but like when the reverend was like I brought my own Bible to this. Uh, to yeah. this trial like this is like okay father um, I liked um, vibrato for me was Kathy Bates bad day at the grocery store with yes. that one bad yeah. teen he goes beat it you old bitch yeah, yeah I think and both of those it's teen raining. moments yeah, yeah. Yeah. it's raining and she drops her stove top yeah. I think I cried during that moment <laughs> I get it that kid was so unnecessarily <laughs> I, I, I get it I, I've been feeling horrible. a lot of things yeah twice because also she is like it feels like I heard Lois just be like excuse me yeah. And then her bag breaks and she's just like, well, what am I supposed to do now? I also Is that her say, lowest? I also would say that when those two girls take her parking spot mm. and do say like, what are you going to do? Or does she younger and faster? And then yeah. they're like, ah! <laughs> um, yeah. that feels very vibrato. So and awful. then I kept even being like, you don't need to hit that car again. <laughs> no. Also, because she's hitting that the bug is hitting another car like that. I, that's like a huge truck. That's sure, I'm sure that car that car is fine. Um, I also I think her and her and who we never see like just like the candy being thrown at her. That's, fun. Oh, that's yeah. sort of like fun and extra. Yeah. So we want to give this for vibrato. Also, Jessica Tandy's voice, vibrato. Sure, that's true. It's like a a reed in Real the wind, shit. like mm -hmm. a. <laughs> 
yeah i think that the like even the uh kind of like oh it was this many years ago yes. like right. right after the war the great one oh. <laughs> well also anytime she launches into a story there's like no ramp up it's like well yeah. sissy was a troubled boy you know what i mean it's just like they just go right into it maybe this is offensive but i almost think uh mary louise parker's uh black eye is vibrato it it takes up like her like her whole face of like in case you couldn't understand she's being abused right gates are in the back of the house yes. she has... it's what's like wrong stage with her makeup <laughs> yeah. um but god uh 70 70 yeah i'll go I mean, it has that sort of like Southern thing of like everything feels like a little bit more, you know what I mean? So I'll go, I'm going to go 78. 78. Um, I'm going to go 55. I mean, that's worse. I think this movie kind of feels like a made for TV kind of thing. A lot of moments. Um, giving it an average of 67.67. All right. Our next category, footwork. How would you rate the footwork in Fried Green Tomatoes? Well, I mean, Chris O'Donnell's death. It's almost the lack of footwork. Is lack what of footwork. <laughs> um, does footwork mean both dancing, but also like what? How would how does footwork work? You here? can use it uh, however you okay. wish to apply Great. it. It to came from the movie Chicago, it. right? Well, okay. it's not however you. It could be like the way the camera moves. It could be like that. It could be actual Choreo like choreography. Gotcha. Could be a lot of foot massages in the movie. Who knows? <laughs> There is like the town follies. They're not right, doing the much though. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it looks like something I choreographed. Uh, stand there. Uh, do see do. So you switch places. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. that's enough. Um, this is not a very footworky movie though. I don't think. No. How do they jump off a train? At one point, that's kind of footworky. I guess. I thought Kathy Bates jumping on that trampoline was fun. There you go. Sure. Um, especially like before we see what exactly she's doing. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> Those little trampolines were the rage in the they late were 80s. The rage. Yeah. You couldn't you couldn't enter a suburban home without no, without, without one. tumbling over one. You no, know, <laughs> breaking an ankle. <laughs> um but it's not it's not like we had a lot of southern dancing in this. No, we needed more southern dancing. <laughs> There's not gonna, a jug band anywhere in this no. town. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say she hurt her ankle too, falling off, jumping off that train. Sixty. Um, Sixty. Mm-hmm. One of the most footworking movies you've ever seen. Sixty <laughs> is sixty out of a hundred. Okay, sorry. So, yeah, that's um, that's far from the most. Sixty out of a hundred. It's not the least. I guess we'll. That even is correct. <laughs> Sixty is failing. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> 40 40 you do not have to change it you don't have to change it don't let him bully you <laughs> um i'm gonna go 40 you're right okay. this isn't very footworky i'm gonna go 55 just because there's a death involved with footwork okay <laughs> uh i'll give it a 33 i don't think it's very this if you want to watch footwork i would not recommend fried green tomatoes giving this an okay. average of 42.67 all right the next category animal print how would you rate the animal print in Fry Green Tomatoes? Is there any animal print? I didn't see like like zebra or leopard, but Mary Stuart Masterson was covered in bees for like one thing. 
Yeah. Oh, that classic bee print? Yeah. <laughs> she had bees all over her. And she actually did sure. that stunt because according to IMDb trivia. Wow, the- John, real <laughs> reservoir. Oh, yeah. wow. I, did some, I, did some, I clicked on some links, guys. I will say uh, when I was watching that scene, I was like, how do you fake this? Are there bees that don't sting? Um, so knowing that she did it herself. Mm-hmm. Impressive. It feels like Kathy Bates' character should have worn animal print, but I don't think she did. Yeah. Unless, you know, floral flowers are the animals of the garden. <laughs> but sure. If there's floral and if you fauna. want, If you want to make that argument, I'm not going to fight you. I don't. I think this is pretty <laughs> low. I'm going to say zero because I can't think of any. Right. Zero. I'm going to say 20 because it's not often you see someone covered in bees. Fair. Uh, I'll give it a four for the bees. Give it an average of eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. This is the last of the canon categories. Mary, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend fried green tomatoes to a gay person? You met a gay person. They haven't seen fried green tomatoes. Yeah, you're having brunch with uh, Ryan Barton, and it comes up he has <laughs> not seen fried green tomatoes. What do you do? Uh, I'm pretty likely, I think. Uh, again, I think that this does feel like a movie. I would more so be like to a lesbian friend, kind of like, oh, there's some fun, like, hints <laughs> of things. Kind mm-hmm. of you're like with that. Linda Perry of Four Non Blondes. You're having brunch right, right, with right, her. Yeah. You want to know what's up? how pink is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I would say, honestly, 95. So if Linda Perry hadn't seen Frank Green Tomatoes, you would say you got to see it, Linda. I would say, honestly, if any sexual orientation hasn't seen it, this to me feels like a movie you should just have seen. Sure. You just know the reference. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, 95. Yeah, I'll give it a, I'm going to give it a 93. I feel like it is like a movie. I agree. Like it's the thing of like, oh yeah, you should see it. And I think especially since there aren't as many like lesbian, there are very few like, like, canonic gay films and i feel like there's even less lesbian ones and so i feel like oh this is one you should know even though it's not like as for you know it's not as lesbian forward as it maybe should be or wants to be it was at the time a big deal um it's not rubbing you in the face with his lesbianism correct um i'm gonna give it a 60 i think this is a movie you could totally watch while you're looking at your phone um i think it'll be fine you could skim it. Uh, give her an average of 82.67. All right, now, Mary, we're into the wheel categories. So we're going to go through four of these random categories that other guests have submitted. Then after the end of these four uh, categories, you will add a category, and it will be added, added to, to the wheel. Whoa. I did yes. it in a weird spot this time. It's I'm okay. out of practice. <laughs> it's okay. Um, so you so- uh, we're go- you're going to add a category after these four. Yeah, so I have and a then, wheel that has all the different categories. Gotcha. For a second, it. I was so like, am good. I getting the light? <laughs> uh, wrap it up, Mary. <laughs> we gotta go. Okay. Um, okay, ready. So the first category. Breath acting. Breath acting. This is from your former roommate, Mono Agapian. Yeah. <laughs> And did he clear up what breath acting is? Absolutely. It came from the movie Scream. So the idea, the inspiration for this category was when it's like, "Ah, I don't know, Ah, I think he's in the house. And I, "Ah, ah." like when you're like using breath to like do a lot of the acting, like like calling attention to your breathing as as an acting choice. 
You know, you think there would have been more for a lesbian. You know, you mm-hmm. think there would have been moments where they're intensely close yeah. together, breathing, turned on. Especially with, like, a death but scene. it doesn't really happen. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if, like, when Kathy Bates is, like, crying to Ninny um, and just, like, really overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, if that was breathy. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. I think even the moment where she's like ramming into the car again and again, like where she's just like gleefully just like laughing and stuff like that. There's some some sort of breath acting going on there. Yeah. Um, but in terms of that. All over. It's not like a breathiness movie, though. No, no they're pretty much always screaming, I feel like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'm going to give it. Thirty three. Thirty three. I'll give it a twenty. 20. Yeah, I'll give it a 20. That sounds fair. Give it an average of 24.33. All right. Wheel category number two. I hear it spinning. Uh, mannequins. <laughs> mannequins from your other former roommate, <laughs> Cesaro. Uh, there were some dress forms at the very beginning when they're like getting ready for that wedding. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's like a. But I mean, like it's a, it was a cafe. You don't really have mannequins in a cafe. Have you no. ever been a mannequin cafe? In <laughs> uh, Just as it, quick... you know, it opened right after I moved. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a quick um, w- uh, clarification, these are to presuppose that mannequins make a movie gay. <laughs> That is the correct. more mannequins in a movie, the gayer. The gayer it is. It is. Okay. Some people, when it comes when it comes time for them to create a category, they game the system and give you know come up with a category that would be so high for them, but would penalize oh. other movies so that it sort of helps them. Gotcha. Some so people like, so play the game that way. Okay. Because um, sometimes, have you ever had someone be like, "Oh, blank is so gay," and you're like, "That had not crossed my lexicon." <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I like maybe that's just the thing you're into, you know, like mm-hmm. church bells are so gay, you know, like, no, I think yeah. you just like church bells. Well, I get it a lot when uh, lesbian women will say anything I wear. <laughs> <laughs> I've had okay. many like gay friends just being like a graphic tee and pants. <laughs> um, sure. Or but like, isn't that a graphic tee of like a, you saying like I can't wait to eat some clam? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pussy or nothing else in my mouth. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is wording um, for a graphic tee. Yeah, at my um, uh, I'm getting off track, but my uh, uh, what's it called? Wedding? Uh, what would it call that? Reception? Shower? No, the engagement mm-hmm. party. That's what it was. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, somebody's uh, I will not say who it is. Boyfriend. I, you know how you like, you show off the ring at that party. Sure. Um, sure. I had a Casio watch on and the other hand had my engagement ring on. And this guy who I had never met before came up to me and said, oh, how cute. You have a femme arm and a butch arm. <laughs> I was God. like, I was like, Ooh. this is my party. Are you like, <laughs> why are you roasting me? <laughs> why are you labeling these things? <laughs> I was just like, okay, who are you? Um, but uh, not and many. That's many. how you met Adam Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Get him out of here, Naomi. <laughs> so what do you want to give this? Uh, what would you give fried green tomatoes for mannequins? Five. A five. Yeah, I'm giving it a five as well. Uh, yeah, five sounds right. Giving it an average of five. <laughs> mannequins is from the movie Tourist Trap, which I don't know if you've seen. It's a oh, I thought movie. it was going to be from the movie Mannequins, honestly, no. knowing Betsy. Yeah. Um, well, good luck on this one. Flashback. 
oh, flashback. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole 100? movie. The whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like a, a flashback that's like, oh, how long has it been? Yes. yes. <laughs> Do you um, find which storyline, is this like a Julie and Julia situation, like where there's one storyline you're much uh, more interested in? Yeah. Than the other? Um, or were you pretty much like, equally divided? Me, personally, I was much more invested in Kathy Bates trying to I have to say, herself. this time, I was so much more as well. I did really <laughs> like the Kathy Bates uh, arc. Um, but, again, because I think I was for- I had forgotten what happens in the story. Right. I was mm-hmm. like, what is going to happen with this murder? Sure. Um, I so wonder too if this? there's also yeah. like a like an age thing of like in our twenties oh, yeah. it would have been more about like the Marys. Right. Yeah. And then <laughs> You're a Mary. When, when she said I'm too old to be young, young too and- young to be old, I turned to Matt and I was like, I feel that. Oh no. <laughs> Again, Matt just had to keep like, being like, it's okay to cry. <laughs> Let it out, Mary. It's oh, I cried. I, I want to watch I- a movie with the two of you. I think that would be really fun. <laughs> also, Matt, whenever we watch movies where the husband is bad, oh, he no. is very much like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> like, what makes you You're think like, you are? You're 300 like, You're pounds fine. away from that. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Um, but yeah, this is pretty high on flashbacks. I'd say a hundred is all the only thing I can. I think we can't get any more flashbacks than this. That's. I think you might be right. I'm gonna give it a 96 just because there are some present day scenes as well. Even though like the present day scenes for the most part are there to support the flashbacks. But don't you have to have? How can you have a hundred? So if a movie, I think if a movie like literally no like starts with. Well, what was that story? And then it's the whole movie, and then the last two minutes is coming back to the flashback. That to me would be a hundred, where it's literally okay. all just a flashback. Uh. I see. I see that. Like, I don't like. I again, it's still a ninety-six that yeah, I'm giving yeah, yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. Uh, it could be more of just kind of like and a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> and then we never come back. That almost then seems to me, though, that it's more like so heavily weighted towards the path. It's like a framing device. It's more like it's bookended by flash forwards. And like what we're seeing isn't really the flashback. You know what I mean? Oh, interesting. How much do you have to have where it's like enough of a flashback? Right, right, right. Right. Uh, But I'll give this 100, giving it an average of 98.67. Okay. All right. Wheel category number four. Oh, here's a good one. Gossip. Gossip, how mm. gossipy is fried green tomatoes? It's pretty gossipy, especially I think like it's pretty oh, gossipy too. There was a phrase I noticed, the phrase you should have told me was said many times, which feels <laughs> like it's like very adjacent or like akin to like there's gossip or things aren't being said or like secrets are being kept. I think also a lot of because of that like Frank murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that there was a lot of like everybody in town said like it had a right, very right. much like a small town that holds secrets right and yeah, we always knew buddy was her pet kind of thing <laughs> that old train was up to no good as usual <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and even i think that it's just like don't go in there that's not where church folks should go like it felt like everything had a 
Uh, and also like there's the, that Southern thing of like these stories that are like, there used to be a pond, a lake there, but then oh, the ducks yes. took it away. Like this sort of like weird romanticism. The ducks took of, it away? Like, that was yeah, the, that the, was the, the monologue that Mary Stuart Masterson <laughs> oh, gave right, right, as right. Mary Louise Parker was <laughs> dying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why are the ducks on the city commission? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say a, a decent amount of gossip. Even I think I would say that, uh, of just kind of like we saw from your shoes, we know some of those people are in the clan. You know what I mean? Oh, right, like, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll say 85. 85. Yeah, I'm going to go 91. 91. Uh, I'll go 85. That sounds right. Give her an average of 87, which is not as high as Edward Scissorhands, which has 100 in gossip. Oh, well, that, that has a phone gossipy. train. Yeah. That's true. All right, Mary, the time has come for you to add a category that we can use for this movie and every movie moving forward, which will then be added to the wheel. Um, I'm going to say it. I'm, I'm trying to think of how even to... We can spitball. We can, yeah, brainstorm. We, can, we can brainstorm. Oh, okay. maybe even of just like a mention of like how they're like, have you settled down with anyone? And she's just like, nobody's caught my fancy. And he's just like, why won't you marry me? I'm not going to make like a, some mention of just kind of like uh, conventional Yeah, like uh, so the more, misunderstanding more somebody's. <laughs> Just, is that enough? Well, it could you be I mean? bucking heteronormativity because she doesn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Then, uh, yeah, uh, rejecting heteronormative behaviors. <laughs> All right, I like that. So, what would you give uh, Fire Green Tomatoes? And I like bucking the word bucking, obviously. Uh, <laughs> bucking um, I think especially pretty high because I think that's even like from the beginning, Iggy's yes. game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, of like, she's a bunch of catfish. Too. Like, yeah. they live together. They raise the child together, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she, like, literally, like, kicks off men kind of thing. You think mm-hmm. that ABC sitcom is modern family? This is no. modern family. <laughs> a more modern family. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to say 95. 95. Yeah, I'll go 95 as well. That seems right. 95, but I do think you have to take away some points for Kathy Bates sticking, trying to make it work yeah. with her turd of a husband. So I'm going to deduct yeah. some points there. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it an 80. Giving it an average of 90. I will All say right, this, Mary, though, in defense of him, yes. real quick. I don't think he's like a bad person. I just think he's lame. Like, I don't think he's abusive. I think there was a time where he did love her and they were happy together. I don't, th- you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's doing anything wrong other than yeah. just being boring. I, um, I, I have think a system... boring people are bad. <laughs> I agree uh, it's not ideal, but I don't think he's, like, he's not, like, the guy that they had to kill in the other story. I have a system, and Matt and I use this around the house for how, like, what we've done is there are villains, heroes, and citizens. Um, okay. And a villain is someone who is outwardly seeking badness kind I'm of sure. thing. A hero is someone who's gone above and beyond. And, you know, we understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, he, to me, feels like a citizen as, like, he's he's just living kind of thing. He's, right. he, he's not malicious, but he is not doing not helping. bad. And he has, even I will say that, like, in moments when he, like, gets her lilies, I would say that's, like, a citizen hero-ish gray sure, behavior. Sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I would agree that he is not a villain. Um, I would have been fine if he died. 
<laughs> oh yeah. But citizens die and we we just accept mm-hmm. it. That's true. <laughs> I just felt like the movie was saying, like, isn't this good that she's like kind of trying to get her husband but like, isn't this good that like they're gonna work it out that they're gonna be okay? Isn't this good? Where I just wanted her to like outright just leave him. Who gives a fuck? I did think she was gonna leave him, but I don't know if the movie is saying, Isn't this good? She's trying. I think it's almost like, isn't it sad? I don't think she gets her power back until she mm-hmm. decides that she's doing it for herself. Right. So she's like, I'm going to get a job. I'm going to focus on my health because it makes me feel good. I'm going to like visit my friend more. I have to start thinking about me rather yes. than him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, Mary, now we're into the bonus category. So these are bonus. So instead of zero to 100, it's now zero to 10. And so these okay. are just bonus points. So if something does get a zero, it doesn't get penalized. It'll just be, but if it does get a bonus, it's just more points. Gotcha. All right, so the first bonus category on a scale of zero to 10, what would you give Fry Green Tomatoes for makeover montage? Oh, I wonder, okay. does you think Kathy Bates... Like her turnaround counts as a montage? No. Because it's, it's not a literal montage. Yeah. I was thinking maybe like when they're making the Whistle Stop Cafe, that's a little bit of like oh, a montage yeah, a of them bit, like getting yeah. that ready. But there's no like Mary Stuart Masterson getting like a cute haircut and like buying vests. Yeah. And or like they come out with a, a picture and they go, no, not that one. And she turns around <laughs> right, yeah. and t- comes out with another one. They're like, that's the one. <laughs> From the so men's department? The- okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say not, not, no points. A zero. I'll give it a one for the getting the whistle stop ready. I'll give it a one for the whistle stop, giving it a 0.67, tied with The Shining. (laughs) All right, great. Next one, cheerworthy cameos. Were there any cameos where you said, hey, it's so-and-so, and and you just clapped and elbowed Matt in the side? (laughs) I would say Fanny Flagg was the marriage lecturer. That's true. That was fun. Oh, okay. That one's pretty good. I almost just... Chris O'Donnell is so soon, but is that kind of something? No, no? he's it's, in too much of the movie. It's close. It is cameo adjacent in this case, but I wouldn't say it's a cameo. I will say this. Okay. This does not count for anything, but the first scene when the first seminar with Fanny Flagg and that woman who, Missy, it was the character's name, sitting next to Kathy Bates, I was like, is that Edie Falco? I thought Edie Falco <laughs> was in the movie for a hot second. But it wasn't Edie she- Falco, and then that character was in several more scenes, so it doesn't count. I just wanted to mention that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. She's got Edie Falco energy. She definitely big did. Edie energy. Yeah, she <laughs> nurse Jackie hair for, for sure. Yeah, Patty Mayonnaise voice. I just want a woman with nurse Jackie hair and a <laughs> mayonnaise voice. <laughs> well, um, watch five green tomatoes. So, cheerworthy cameos. So one then. A one. Yeah, I'll do one for Fanny Flag as well. I'll do two for Fanny Flag. I think anytime the author is in the movie version of that's their true. book, I think that's kind of fun. You know what? I'm going to bump mine up to two as well because also match game. <gasps> Thank you. Show some respect. <laughs> um, all right. Next category pool trouble. <laughs> pool trouble? <laughs> yeah. Any trouble with the pool? Well, there's this came that's... from another housemate of ours, Steve Slaga. <laughs> former... <laughs> uh, I would say this. I mean, like they do get the car out of the lake. Yeah. And that sort of like causes that whole thing. And what is a lake if not nature's pool? That's what people say. That's nature's yeah. pool for you. Mm-hmm. The great nature's pools. And that was trouble when that. That was a lot of trouble. trouble. I don't know if it's a 10 because it's not quite, you know, no. this isn't gremlins right. territory or even it follows. But 
Um, so three. A three. I'm gonna go five. Five. Uh, I'll go three. I'm with Mary. Um, wow. Giving it a three point six seven percent. All right, our next one. Witches. How witchy is fried green tomatoes? I don't think there's anything. You would think there'd be one scene where they go see like some weird fortune yes. teller or yeah. something in this world, but nothing. I will Maybe say like this. I'm going to say a little bit class. for Cicely Tyson for just being like, it's in the sauce. There's something about that that uh, felt a little yeah. Maybe a little, yeah. Okay, someone's casting yeah. a spell. It is weird <laughs> that they barely use Cicely Tyson. It's so offensive. Like she's given nothing to do. She's barely a character. That is true. Oh, be charming. Oh yeah. Oh, that's true. The, that, she's they a bee were whisperer. like, some, yeah, they're like, you ever seen? It was like some people just there know how go. to charm bees. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's not nothing. Okay, we're fine and yeah. stuff. Uh, Connecting with if, nature. Mm -hmm. If there was something else, that, uh, Ruth that has a red umbrella. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. Um. A big yes. black train is kind of witchy. That ghost <laughs> train feels kind of witchy. Ghost train, there's a witchy energy. Um, Anytime so there's dry leaves blown around, that's a witchy yeah, energy. Yeah, feels oh, kind of witchy. Um, so I'm going to say four. Four. I'll say three. Three. I'm going to continue this pattern and give it a two. <laughs> Giving an average of three. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Well, Is the two Mary Stewart Masterson gay? Nope. No, no, she's not. Married to a bunch of men. A bunch of well, men. She's a polygamist, <laughs> but she's not gay. <laughs> uh, I guess she has been married to a bunch of men. Yeah, I mean, no, I guess uh, you have to go none. zero. But luckily, yeah. it doesn't get penalized for this. It just doesn't get any yeah. points. I think zero. I'm also going to give it zero. For shame, fried green tomatoes. <laughs> All right, next category. Themes of mothers. Oh, high themes of mothers. Yeah, very high it was themes was Ruth. Of yeah, Mama Threadgood. Jessica Tandy has a monologue about her son, Albert, who we never see. Yes. <laughs> right. And how, yeah, like that, that was a... So does that mean Iggy had a son? Yeah, like who, what is that? Where did that son come from? I don't know. I don't know. That's also, Kyle kept, I think that like Kathy Bates kept talking, I think in some ways about how like, oh, yeah. we never see Kyle, but sh like she's a little bit of an empty nister. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the movie overall is more about like, you know, female friendship though than motherhood, I would say overall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they do like the fact that like they have a child is what makes that one guy, the, 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 abusive you know ex-husband like back. keep coming back you know what i mean like because of a child mm -hmm. like motherhood's important for the move for the story sure yeah and i think that like even um iggy taking oh like takes that little boy on a walk and it feels like has some like mm -hmm. it feels a little bit that felt beaches to me in the sense of like <laughs> i'm going to be your mother <laughs> right and I'm going to be too much. And I'm married. <laughs> no, we're not going to get along at first. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to take up all the oxygen in the room. And you're going to end up really resenting me. <laughs> it's going to be uh, great. Mothers. Um, so I'm going to give it, there just, because there were so many women in this movie, there were so many mothers. Not that those Ooh. things are the same. Um, correlation is not causation. Um, I'm going to give it a five. A five. Yeah, I'll give it a five as well. 
I also will give it a five. Give it an average of five. All right, next category, dramatic smoking. There's like a lot of like little bit of smoking, but uh, to me, the biggest moment was when the uh, the trial lawyer is like giving is like cross examining them, and he's like walking through the courtroom while smoking a cigarette. That's so you know? funny that we used to just be able to do that. Like you would smoke during your job. <laughs> yeah, I guess now you can work from home if That's you know. True. In your home, you can. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think that. But this isn't basic instinct. This isn't like, you no, know, like, oh, the iconic. flourish of a cigarette, you know? Yeah. I was trying to think of like in the cafe if people were smoking. I don't but was it dramatic? No, where the, so... the, whatever that place was where Mary Stuart Masterson was like gambling a lot, people were always smoking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think in like, yeah, like the roughness of it. But I think I'm going to give it a two. That place, look. I was like, oh, that place looks fun. But then I'm like, oh, it's so hot. And like, I'd, it'd probably take so long to get a refill. <laughs> it looks great, but the has, service is. <laughs> I think that place probably had a nice breeze in my mind hope. somehow. Oh, sure, yeah. Because sure. I felt like a lot of like uh, the doors were all like porch doors. What do you call those doors? Oh, yeah. Screens? Like, so screen doors, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I would say that's the kind of place where you're eating, you're either getting no service or too much service. Uh, sure. <laughs> you know, where it's just yeah. like you Every five have, minutes, like, they're like, you okay? You need anything else? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then they like sit down in the booth with you and you're like, what? No. Uh, <laughs> they want to go over their lotto numbers. <laughs> John, what are you going to give it for dramatic smoking? I'll give it a, I'll give it a three for that like interrogation scene. Three. I'm going to give it a one. Given an average of two. All righty. All right. And the final category in our bonus category is quips. How quippy is fried green tomatoes? I think Mary Stuart Masterson had a lot of fun quips. I think it's like a lot on, here. Yeah. On the uh, stand, I thought she had some fun quips. <laughs> right. Um, like when he's just like, and how much later was the baby born? It's like nine <laughs> months, a normal amount. Um, I think Kathy oh, Bates has got the classic one of like face the girls. Oh, I'm yes. older and I've got more insurance. Like, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. Um, I think it's also, not rat-a-tat-tat, but there's, it's not no. ratatouille either. No. <laughs> I think that um, Iggy, because she's a stinker, has a stinker. like a, even a, mm-hmm. a couple of, yeah. You wouldn't so. want her at your improv show. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She'll this side coach you. No <laughs> Um, and I think there were some quippy things bad. I feel like that Mary Louise Parker, I'd say. Yeah. Even I will say like secrets in the sauce. Like, is that maybe a quip? Um, mm. Quip adjacent. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say three then. Three. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three as well. Three. Also give it a three. Give it an average of three. All right. Now we're into the iconic categories. This is another group of categories. So we're back to zero to 100. And these are sort of more umbrella, larger categories. Great. So the first one, on a scale of zero to 100, how would you rate fried green tomatoes on homoeroticism? Hi. Swimming in the crick? The crick. Swimming in the crick. Um, I think that eating fried green tomato scene that becomes the food fight. Oh, like feeding themselves? Yeah, that is definitely like a... I mean, that's definitely just like a metaphor for like they're making love. Yeah. 
smashing a pie in another woman's face. I mean, that's mm. lesbian homoerotic. Literally, right there. It's a little on the nose. Yeah, yeah. them getting drunk. It's literally together. on the nose. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. No, that's, uh, that's so high. <laughs> One of the most homoerotic <laughs> movies we've ever seen. It is no, high. I'm not saying it's wrong, but to high. answer that's that question. High. No, I'm gonna say eighty-three. Because it could have been a lot more homoerotic. Yeah, I think sure. it's like pretty, co- like they do play it safe. Granted, it was yes. 91. Um, but sometimes but, that is more exciting, though, to see like the Yes, things. to not have the explicitness. I agree. I'll give it an 88. 88. Uh, I'll give it 82. Give her an average of 84.33. All right. The second iconic category, over-the-top wardrobe. I think Kathy Bates's looks are pretty over the top. Her looks are pretty like, especially like her wig that she, that like orange brassy wig she yeah. had was a little yes. over the top. There was, especially in the beginning, a lot of like frills and petticoats and like, it didn't feel like, didn't feel like it was like more crazy than would have been actually worn, but it did right. feel that it was like the most of it. You know what I mean? They like, they like took advantage of it, even if they didn't like push it to outside of reality. Although yeah. again, I do think Mary Sue Masterson's like wardrobe, like once she sort of like comes out, like once we're like, oh, she's definitely a lesbian. It's like she was so contemporary that like I would right. ding it for that because it was so off. It was right out of Benny and June. Mm, exactly. <laughs> do you think it counts in like southern movies how much they must be misting the actors to make them like sweaty? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of like makeup. Is misting maybe, part you know? of the wardrobe budget? I guess I don't know. <laughs> sure. Who deals with that? Probably more makeup than wardrobe. That's maybe a makeup <laughs> thing, right? Oh, you know, those two girls again, uh, who... Big hair. Big hair, and, like, they mm, look like they are dressed true. up for an 80s, like, Halloween yeah. night. And they were, they were definitely blasting. Yeah. Girls just want to have fun as they yes. drove into that yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it those was... girls were blasting, like, Motley Crue or something. Okay. They were, like, they had a little more of an edge, I think. Okay. It definitely was, like, we don't have time to explain what these girls are so we just yes. have to show them so much yes um but it, it it could be a lot more over the top so i'm going to say 75 75 yeah i'll go 71 71 um uh, i'm gonna go 33 i do not think wow. that's much very <laughs> over the top here it's pretty uh sedate um Fair. it's pretty the top Give it an average of 59.67. And finally, Mary, on a scale of 0 to 100, how campy is fried green tomatoes? I think a lot of Kathy Bates... Well, this is, you know, camp is tough. <laughs> sure is. Um, you know it when you see it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it's like weird that, too like, because there's so much southern in this movie, and southernness yeah. feels very adjacent to camp. Yeah, because even I think that like, um, I think that like we're all gonna look at our vagina scene where she's <laughs> like, "I need to go to the bathroom." It's like, "Are you having trouble with your lady parts?" And it's just like <laughs> <Yeah>. my girdle. <laughs> like, yes. that feels camp. Uh, um, sure. Yeah. Well, even like that guy, that nasty kid at the supermarket too. It was, yes. Like, it's like that could have been in a John yes. Waters movie. That he's like scene. the foot stomper from Polyester. Yeah. yeah, and I think those girls too. Um. So I'm gonna say seventy. Seventy. I think it's even high. given all of that. That's okay. I don't think it's like super super campy. So I'm gonna just gonna go fifty. 
50. Um, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. A sad housewife eating a candy bar. A scrappy <sighs> tomboy trying to ruin a wedding. Dying over a hat. Running a train on Chris O'Donnell has never been so upsetting. <laughs> eating donuts while reading a romance novel. Inviting a beautiful young woman to help your troubled lesbian daughter. Heckling a pastor. Falling in love with someone because of their deft removal of the honeycomb. Playing poker in a river. Taking a class where everyone looks in their vagina in a, mar- in a room filled with taxidermy. It <laughs> takes over an hour for the fried green tomatoes to show up. <laughs> See the woman you love get into a, fight, a food fight with another woman and knowing she'll never be yours. Your town having a Follies night. Taking out your frustrations on a VW Bug convertible, serving a single piece of sushi on a cracker for dinner. That was wild. <laughs> that was a juror wearing overalls, cathartic home makeovers, riding to Dear Ninny in glitter glue, multiple shots of Cicely Tyson filling up a syringe, a Step Reebok branded duffel bag, funny cannibalism, and finally graffiti that just says Jim sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's J I M, I should say. But that's it. I don't think this is the campiest thing I've ever seen. So I'm going mm-hmm. to give it a uh, 55. Giving it an average of 58.33 in terms of camp. All right. Now we're into the crown jewels category. So these categories, we all have to agree on. It's like yes or no. Okay. So there's no, there's no right. It's just we all, gotcha. the three of us have to decide. All right. So the first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Five Green Tomatoes have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I don't know. I think it, in some ways it does because, like, no one yeah. is ever, like, telling Iggy to, like, dress like a girl. You know what I mean? She is pretty right. accepted for who she yeah. is. And it's also their relationship is never an issue. Yeah, I think here's I think if they were it is out all sublimated, then you would then it would be like a no brainer. Like, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because it but shows also, them. Would, would would these women be out in that time period, though? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, even like, saying like if the characters are out, but like even if like for us, the audience, like if we did see the scene of the two of them, like have a relationship, even if it is somewhat closet. But we don't necessarily need that scene to know that they're gay you know because they are coded as gay we know that without the movie explicitly telling us right but i think like but doesn't that say something about it too to be like well we don't have to say it like should it be given credit if they're like we're gonna not say it because they're not saying it just because of like because it's not homophobic at all did you guys ever have like neighbors who were like two men that lived together forever (laughs) and it was like i'm like looking back on a lot of like in my childhood, mm-hmm. like reevaluating, being like, okay, Frank and Tom were gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> or like, I had a, a friend growing up who, it was introduced to me as a child. That's my aunt, and that's my mom. Uh, and I didn't think anything of it uh, because mm-hmm. that's how it was just introduced to me. And then years later, someone was like, no, Mary, they lived in the same bedroom. They were lesbians. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i think that i think even in that time it's just like if you don't like everyone being fine with like frank and tom being roommates Mm -hmm. like that doesn't necessarily make it positive because i agree the the positiveness would be like frank and tom are partners and that's fine right Right. um because that's what it felt like a lot of this movie was it's like we don't have to say that they're in a partnership Right. You know? Mm-hmm. But there was not like negative things about it. Like that's not one of the things. Frank... negative, but it isn't exactly positive either. It is. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of, I could go either way, honestly. 
much like the movie. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Even I almost wonder of like, is the director not going far enough? You know what I mean? Like not making it a positive portrayal of gay. Do you know what I mean? Well, I guess because it is in the book. Like, it's much more explicit yeah. in the book, apparently. Like, is he muting himself? Or him muting the story? Right. I don't think I'm it sure was just is. him, but I think he was part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's blood on his hands. That's all we <laughs> <laughs> So what do you vote for, Mary, for um, positive portrayal of homosexuality? Do you think it gets it? It's tough. Because if you, if you view it through, like, a, 19, or a 2020 lens, these women got edited. <laughs> for right. sure but, yeah definitely but if you view it through like 1991 or even what these women were living back then it wasn't like they were sad because they right were gay. right right I mean? the movie isn't about like how miserable their lives were because yeah right. the movie isn't about like mm-hmm. i feel like there's other movies where it's like because this man is gay he is suffering through life brokeback mm-hmm. mountain you know yes yeah yes, or children's the, the best example yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah of that um so that's where it's almost like I want to lead toward, lean towards yes, but with that asterisk almost. What do you say, John? Yeah, I guess it's tough because I, I feel the exact same way. Like, I want to say yes, but the fact that they don't, they never come out and say it yeah. in the movie makes it seem like the movie has a problem. It, the movie is uncomfortable with it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that to me is what it True. is. Like, they could show it as like, like I, I totally get the argument of like, well, the reality of that time, they would not be just like out. You know what I mean? Like right. they would not be, you know, Portia and Ellen. But the movie Thank itself God, doesn't those give monsters. us that. I mean, right. <laughs> <sighs> the only thing I will say is at the end when he says like that note that says like I'll always love I'll you. Always love Ruth, you. Right. To me felt like that was the final moment. They were like, Yes, that was the moment when I was like, Oh. Mm-hmm. Or even there's a, like even a moment where it's like, I have so much to tell I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I vote yes, just because I don't think a lesbian would feel bad watching this. You know what I mean? I think you could almost feel feel affirmed. Right. You wouldn't feel like, you're right. Yeah, I will. I'll go yes as well. I mean, what does it matter? Ultimately, that's true. this is this isn't a homophobic <laughs> movie, so I think it's fine. That's true. Yeah. All right. We're going to do it. We haven't done it in like 15 episodes, <laughs> but a positive 50 percent. That's great. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Finally, Mary, negative 50 percent. If this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not be penalized 50% of its points. <laughs> all right. That <laughs> so is we have it. reached we the done. end, Mary. So now that you know what all these categories are and you've heard them, how do you think now the, the movie has done? It's a pretty lesbian movie. <laughs> For sure. Um, uh, yeah, so I think it, it lacks some of like uh, that was this Ebert's review as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a lesbian movie. It lacks some of the like uh, like gay, as in like male gay, kind of right, like right, right. Uh, like uh, not to be over, like sequins and like camp, like Excuse stuff like me? that. <laughs> Dig yourself Where, out of this one, Mary. You know what I mean? It's not burlesque or like, you know what I mean? Showgirls, like that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would say that like, um, this to me almost feels like a, like a lesbian, a young lesbian would be like, I watched this movie and sure. I was like, oh, wow, that feels like me. Kind of a gateway. Thing. Yeah. Well, um, I will tell you exactly how it did. 
out of a total possible 2,226.67 points, Fire Green Tomatoes has scored 1,419.67 points, giving it a percentage of 63.76%, making it the 27th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Silence of the Lambs, but gayer than 9 to 5. Wow. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. that makes sense. <laughs> Um, now that I, it, it is interesting looking back on the movies you told me you've done um, through this lens. Yes. <laughs> it's very fun. We like yeah, it. So you did it. <laughs> How do you feel? You're in the top 50% at least. Okay. I feel good. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you brought in a fun. We haven't had a lesbian movie in a while. It's been like a few months. So we appreciate that. Yes, thank you. We value that. They are part thank of the Thank you for LGBT. representing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Mary, thank you so much for doing this. Always a delight to speak with you. Yes. Is there anything you want to plug or promote or shill during this pandemic we're all living through? Sure. Um, uh, I like to plug All Male Panel, a uh, three different, uh, I'll say sketches, that I got to produce and write and direct for Comedy Central. And you can Google, or sorry, on YouTube, All Mail Panel, or on any of my social medias, I think that they're my link in bio. Wonderful. Everyone should check those out. Mary, it's always such a treat. Such a delight. What a a treat. (laughs) Whip smart, and I love talking to you. Oh. Um, All right. And then we'll We'll be right back. back. We're back. What a fun time talking to Mary. Uh, she's a delight. Don't you just wish delight. Fried Green Tomatoes was better? I think it's good. I just wish they had gone a little farther. I'm curious to see this remake, like if they, how they do it. I mean, don't hold your breath for that remake to come out anytime soon. Well, sure. Would you read the book? You sometimes read books. I do read books. I like reading books. I would totally read the book. <laughs> Why it's not a thick me? tome. <laughs> They're not. It's it's not about girth, Mark. I'm just saying you could probably handle it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got a message on Instagram, John. Oh, okay. Let's hear it from at mw underscore hc rolls okay. off the tongue. Really? Said hello, friends. I'm currently listening to the Shining episode, and you were talking about iconic blowjob scenes. I would like to <laughs> offer Ghostbusters from your for your consideration. Oh, sure. Dan Aykroyd gets blown by a ghost. I thought it was appropriate for Five Cold Screams. Love the show. You guys are hilarious. Hilarious, Mike. Um, that's uh-huh. not my brother, Mike. Um, that is an <laughs> iconic one. I feel like it's gross, though, so I don't like that one. <laughs> you know, it's also like three seconds. It's also like Dan Aykroyd wrote the movie and he wrote a scene where like this hot ghost comes in and undoes my Do we see the ghost? Blow- yeah, she's like this flowy, glowy, like, uh, no, she looks like remember. Donna Dixon. Well, that's his wife. Well, there you go. But, uh, you know, so to me, like, oh, this is like the screenwriter, like, saying, what if a ghost came in and blew me? Like, why aren't you making a ghost woman <laughs> like you'd be feel like, good? I'll be there for the auditions where women have to come in and pretend to blow me. You know what I mean? So that one, I feel. Uh, also, I feel like Ghostbusters has a very toxic fandom right now. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the that Ghostbusters in a long, long time. The original? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely seen it a bunch of times, but it's been a long time. Sure. Not very gay, I don't think. No. Never seen Ghostbusters 2, which I hear is also very good. Peter McNichol. Got to get some points for that. There you go. <laughs> Though I'm pretty sure he's straight, but a theater I think legend. He's straight. Is he a theater guy? He is. I wouldn't say legend, but maybe like in the 70s and 80s, he's probably had like more of like a, a presence. 
sort of like a like a what's his name Dennis O'Hare or a, sure who could forget who could forget was he a theater guy he was a theater guy yeah oh did you ever see him on stage I did I've seen uh, I saw I saw actually in this movie I've seen Lois Smith on stage I saw her in uh, Grapes of Wrath uh, I see a Mary play Lewis. of Grapes of Wrath there was a play of Grapes of Wrath that starred Lois Smith uh, Gary Sinise Terry Kenny uh, I saw Mary Louise Parker that was a in a couple riot. plays. Oh my goodness! Did they so have like a, the truck come on stage like slowly? Yeah, there was a truck on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did they, they just like blast the audience with dust? <laughs> yep, they just like it was like in the ventilation system. Well, you want an so everyone who left there was just, exactly. Yeah. Um, Did I it see Mary Louise Parker on stage? It did. Oh, there you go. Progressive. <laughs> Mary Louise Parker and what? Uh, Prelude to a Kiss, which was also a movie that she did. She was also she played the same part in the movie, but I haven't seen the movie. Um, who else was in this? That I've... Oh, I saw Mary uh, Stuart Masterson in the musical Nine. She was great in that. Is that based on Fellini's Eight and a Half? It is. I hate that is that correct. <laughs> it's a weird movie. So I like the musical. Um, I don't know if I've seen Cicely Tyson anything. Kathy Bates? I haven't, but you know she's a she was the original Frankie and Frankie and Johnny, and she was the night mother. She's another theater legend. Frankie and Johnny is not. I always get Frankie and Johnny confused with Tony and Tina's wedding. So when people say Frankie and Johnny, I think like, oh, that's the play where you have dinner and like <laughs> you have a spaghetti dinner and a yeah. sheet cake and act like you're at a wedding. But I've never yeah, seen no. either. I've I've always I remember I've seen like newspaper ads for Tony and Tina's wedding. I always thought that seems like fun, but a lot. You have to like interactive immersive theater. A little. I only like when it's like ghosts and scary. <laughs> They're also like 40 minutes. You're in, you're out. You know? Yeah. Well, well I think with Tony Tina's wedding, you also got a dinner out of it. So it was sort of like, okay. Why does that really cheap? People seem to feel that really cheapens. The, I guess is the, the vibe on dinner theater is very looked down upon. Is that because like the show yeah. doesn't have enough merits that you got to tempt people with like a Hawaiian roll? I think it's just that like part of the the experience for the audience is like, you know, like you hear people chewing. There's like people might be calling for a wait. You know, like you hear like utensils clanging and all that stuff. So like as an actor, it's sort of like uh, like no one's sitting in paying attention. It's sort oh, of God it's sort of like akin to like hell for an actor. I'm sure yeah. no one's looking at me <laughs> when you're doing time. a play. Yeah, that must be annoying. Welcome to life. Uh, okay, I wow. tune out during plays all the time, even when I'm not eating. Right, but are you then gonna? But you're not making noise or like chewing or doing like <laughs> I'm, that. I'm sawing logs. A waiter's not coming in and like refilling your water while you. I know, wish so. that would happen actually. <laughs> like it was like a baseball stadium. Sure, they're always refilling water in baseball stadiums. Well, you know they toss you peanuts. Sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of nuts. Yes. <laughs> okay. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. That's true. At TWO Old Queens. Let's get this ball rolling. You can follow me okay. on uh, Letterboxd at Mark Winnie, where I maintain the current rankings. Yeah. So you can email us at 2OLDQueens. That's TWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go on uh, iTunes and rate and review us. That really helps the algorithm. We get more people uh, finding our show. And we really appreciate it if you do that. That's very helpful. Uh, we also have, we're selling merch on T Public. If you go there to 2OLDQueens, Queens, there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy, a lot of fun images. By by uh, Mike Lloyd. And we have a we Patreon. Got a Patreon, the retirement Tool, plans. Patreon.com slash Jewel Queens to get a whole other episode a month. Yes. A week, every week. I mean, excuse me. Yes, Sorry. for a month. Um, yeah, we're just finishing up our Nightmare on Elm Street series. Oh, no, we finished that up already. That'll be long gone by that time. A long we're gone by this ahead. point. We're yeah, way yeah. Ahead. We're out yeah. of sync. Time is weird. 
Um, But that's it. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Oh, we do know our movie for next week. Oh, let's hear it. It's the start of our Holidays Jubilee 2020. Mm -hmm. So we're starting (laughs) up our holiday themes, and it's Thanksgiving. So we're doing Pieces of April, starring the one and only Katie Holmes. Bet you never saw Uh, her on Broadway. I did not, but she did do a few Broadway plays. Oh, good for her. Good for her. All right. That's it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Connie Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. We didn't get that right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.